What's going on, everybody? This is What Does It All Mean Podcast. I am your host, Jimmy Lewis. Yeah, that's how you start a show. awesome that's how you start a show right i love that right there anyways what's going on what's going on i can't use music anymore uh so i have my fancy uh little instrument over here so what's going on everybody what's going on and just like that i lost the sound to my fancy little music device deal. Oh, guys. Oh, guys. <laughs> What's up, Julia? What's up, Brian? What's going on? There's a lot to discuss. I'm fucking ready. I want to get into it. I want to start talking. Uh, so many, so much, so much like positive feedback lately from everybody about the show and just about things in general it kind of makes me stoked you know uh i'm kind of happy with uh when i set out to do this podcast i had no idea that it would run this fucking long and uh dude i'm on like season five episode seven or whatever this is it's uh october 1st 2022 and the world is loud the world is getting loud. The seasons are changing. Things are happening. Like the cold is creeping in. Summer's over. I'm starting to feel fall. And uh, it's a good feeling, you know. And, and things are definitely changing in the world. And uh, like I said, just the positive feedback. Getting to know all of you individually like you guys sending me your stories your messages you know if you think that i don't read them i I read everything that everyone says so i'm stoked to to meet the new people uh that have joined the show i'm I'm stoked for the the fans i don't want to say fans but the friends that have fucking been listening since uh day one and you guys are still here so uh, i love it i was hanging out with my friend uh richard last night he's in a band i'm in called hurt and heartbeat and uh we're, we're going to play a show pretty soon. So we, we, you know, we're nervous about things and, and, you know, we were just in that perfect place <clears throat> where we were like, you know, we were FaceTiming, of course, we couldn't, we weren't hanging out, but that perfect place where like everything's possible, you know, like I worked all week. I was extremely tired. I was drinking my kombucha and we were talking for hours and upon hours and, uh, you know, he actually told me I shouldn't talk about this stuff, so I won't. I'm not going to get too in detail about it. But he got into his beliefs because he wants to to come into the come onto the show, and I definitely want him to come onto the show. But um, it made me just open up and and tell him so far what I think of uh, of what does it all mean? Like, why are we here? And I think that's what me and Richard really, you know, he was my roommate at one point. That's what we do. We sit around and we just like trying to philosophize like what the hell is going on you know how did this all you know go down like 
why are we here? Like, why are there Legos? Why is there Star Wars? Why is there PlayStation 5s? When is PlayStation 6 coming out? You know, like, what, what, what does it all mean? You know, and why is there war? Why are there people starving while other people have PlayStations? You know, why doesn't everyone have a place to live and, you know, a PlayStation? You know? So these aren't the things that we were talking about, but we were uh, kind of talking about life and death and where do you go afterwards? And, you know, I told him my, you know, it's like the, almost like the drunken kombucha, you know, hour. I, you know, explained to him my beliefs and his and I are different. And usually we have like-minded, but uh, when he gets on the show, I I will, uh, he, he can describe his, but basically what I was telling him is, you know, I don't believe in a heaven or hell, personally. Uh, I don't think, I think those are just things that are uh, constructs to uh, control societies and to make sure people behave, you know, before they lock them up in jail and uh, and give people something to hold on to and, and try to do the right thing, which there's nothing wrong, you know, there's nothing wrong with these things. And, uh, but do I think that, like, there's a hell where there's, like, you know, like when Adam Sandler dear Nikki is like shoving a pineapple up Hitler's ass every day. Do I think that that's real? Of course, I hope it is. But you know, I don't think it is. I think, you know, a part of me feels, you know, that our energy is once it leaves our body, we, you know, we are like hermit crabs and like the atoms dissipate in our body. And and this is where it gets a little hokey and weird. But depending on our karma and depending on what we've done into this universe, I feel that like, it's almost like a riptide, you know, you, you catch the right riptide of the cosmic, you know, uh, karma and you hit that riptide and and you flow out into the multiverse and, and pretty much like the universe and the galaxy. And, and you know, I, I kind of believe that you probably are sucked into, you know, the mass, like your energy is sucked into the mass of, say, like the black hole and then it's regurgitated out into something else. And almost like a, like a whirlwind of, um, like washing away your, uh, say memories or whatnot, but more or less, um, your identity, but, you know, losing the ego and just like rebooting into something new, you know, almost like rebirth. And, And that's what all of the, um, the, the universes do, you know, the galaxies, they, they all, you know, come together and, you know, they all, they all are separate and then they come together and form as one and then they, they create something new. And I think that we're just like that, you know, and I think we're part of that. And I think depending on your karma, I feel that, you know, depending on what you've done, if you like, like I said, if you, you, you Hitler, I mean, I guess it's a form of having a, a hell, right? Like, you know, I feel that like the heaven would be like, if you've helped people and you're good to people and you don't bully people and you, you, you know, you try to make the world a better place, uh, you know, you, you'll end up in hopefully something better than, than what's happening now. And, uh, and if you were Hitler, you know, you, it's like, you almost like you'll catch another riptide, but it, it's a, it's like a red tide and that red tide's going to pull you in a different direction. Cause you haven't learned, you know, uh, about how to assimilate to being part of uh, a tribe. And when people think that they're not part of the tribe, that's when they feel that they need to be seen. And, uh, you know, I think 
part of life is showing everybody that they can be seen, even if they're not, you know, uh, the most whatever we consider, you know, hero or superhero or superwoman. Like, you know, I'm watching She-Hulk, you know, and and, uh, I thought it would suck, but it doesn't. But everybody loves She-Hulk because she's this big, powerful woman. But the the Jennifer, I forget her name, but the, the other character, you know, look, I forget her name. She's the average person is just looked upon as normal and kind of bullied and, and, and nobody really digs her that much. But when she's She-Hulk, everybody likes her. And, and I believe the more that you, uh, you know, just love people for who the fuck they are, especially their, their purest, you know, like who they really are inside, that's the best. And, um, getting into that, the galaxies and the, and the James Webb telescope, you know, somebody, uh, I was talking to one of you tonight and, uh, you sent me, uh, like a message cause I posted that, you know, almost Prometheus, uh, post about, uh, you know, what if people on other planets are actually other versions of ourselves, like humans, what, what would that be like? You know, and so many people got responses and so many people told me what they thought and I thought it was amazing. And I want to thank everybody for, uh, for you know for responding but uh what i learned was uh you know one of the one of the people sent me a message and said hey you know they have found artificial light on uh oh god i forget the fucking planet but it's like my proxy b or something like that you know and uh it's like four light years away, which really isn't far in the scale of things. And the James Webb telescope, uh, has, has discovered cause it's so powerful. This $10 billion telescope, it's discovered artificial light on this planet. And this planet is like perfect cause it's got a star. So it's in the perfect like Goldilocks zone of that area. And that's directly where we would be. And, uh, for everyone, you know, that's fans of the show, I've just discovered, you know, described this many times, the Goldilocks zone. It's like, you know, the, the bears, you know, not too hot, not too cold, just, just that perfect temperature that will strive. So to hear, uh, like a month ago that they discovered artificial light on a planet four year light, four light years away, completely fucking blows my mind. And what's happening now, before I think they really um, announce it, because, like, if this is real, this is a huge, huge, huge discovery and will change everything. Before they announce it, what they're doing is they have all of this uh, data. And so many times we've kind of had this happen before where we've, we've, it's not so much artificial light, but we've had, uh, you know, signs of what we thought would be life, you know, and, uh, the more technology we get, you know, like that, that face on, uh, was it Mars, you know, like first, first time we flew over, it was crazy. The more we technology developed, we thought it was just mountains. So now you have this telescope that can see supposedly, uh, on planets and so well that they can just look directly into what would be, uh, you know, like say a hemisphere 
And if it's at night and they have these lights, that means there's a civilization going on there. And uh, so the reason that they, they're not telling us that is because before we've had these accidental reports where they're like, oh, yeah, we think there's life. But then what it really is is our technology just kicking in and us not understanding how to use it. And then us actually looking somehow at ourselves like in a reflection back at ourselves. So we're the scientists are trying to make sure like a thousand percent that that's not it. And when they do that, when they rule out that it's not us, like looking back at ourselves like a mirror, then uh, at that point, they're going to have to uh, come out and say that, you know, there's a civilization on another planet that we found. And um, that would also explain the Tic Tacs. That would explain, you know, um, all the sightings recently because of, you know, the Ukraine war. I've, I've heard uh, that every time that we have some kind of like like fight that the uh these tic tacs are showing up and kind of like trying to intimidate people to to cut it out you know i don't i don't know how true this is but most of these these uh stories that you hear start out like wow super far out but then they most of them end up being true so um but you never know you know like things can flip so quickly you know and uh you just don't know even the greatest people that have influenced what I think could be full of shit as well. You know, uh, one example, say Bob Lazar, you know, everything that Bob Lazar seems to say is completely a thousand percent true. He was saying things in the eighties that were just fucking, you know, talking about element One Fifteen before it came out. Like that's the stuff that I can't like, you know, to me that, that proves everything he said is true. But there's other scientists out there that just say that he's completely full of shit. And if, if people don't know who Bob Lazar is, he's the guy that, that kind of supposedly blew the whistle on Area 51, but it was really like uh, like Area 4 or something, and it was totally different where he said that he saw uh, you know alien aircrafts and <clears throat> reverse-engineered it, and he worked on it, and he talked about the propulsion and, you know, all this shit seems to check out, you know, but then we have this other scientist that's very legit, too, that I think knew him and just said he was completely full of crap. And, uh, you know, this right here would blow everything out of the water. You know, this, this, if there is actual, you know, artificial light on a planet and especially in proximity to a star that the likelihood of there being a civilization is is huge and the point is um you know it kind of seems like through evolution you know what we've become is kind of like standard you know like the, the human form is like standard at least here you know and but we know from studying other life like other planets that you know other things have uh oh is someone who wants to come in here I, I would, um, what's going on, Orphanage for Children Uganda? I would bring you in here usually, but uh, it, it, sometimes the audio cuts out. So um, I'm doing well, everyone. I'm doing well. We're getting into deep conversation about uh, what the universe and, and, and life and where did it come from and uh, the fact that there might be <clears throat> a civilization that we fucking now know about is, is you know, to me, if when the scientists tell us that 
it's real, which, you know, to me, I'm 50-50. I feel that more or less I'm 75-25%. Like, I feel like 75% it probably is real um, because that would that would completely make me understand where these these unidentified flying o- objects are coming from, you know? Like, that would only make sense. They have to be coming from somewhere. And if they are, like, drone remote technology that these people sent, like and somehow they knew knew how to manipulate wormhole technology to get here first. And now our technology is catching up to them to see where they're at. Uh, it's, it's fascinating. And I kind of like my gut feeling feels that that's real. You know, my gut just feels like shit, this is it. And, and a part of me also feels like this, like when we finally do make contact, right. And I, I feel that they might, look like us and they might be relatives of us if if they're ahead of us because their spacecraft's already here hypothetically and 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 also physically through these things uh the likelihood of us hopefully being peaceful with them uh would be awesome and if somehow we did become uh you know linked like a cosmic brother or cosmic you know sister we we I think that our civilizations would like completely like just fucking grow like crazy. I think that uh, I, I know this sounds all hokey and stuff, but I think if people have gotten here first, that they've probably gotten past uh, cancer and most likely figured out how to 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 stop the aging process, like Jeff Bezos is trying to do, you know, and. Uh, probably you know heal shit like wolverine like i I just have a feeling uh you know we're still in our infancy and i feel that we're 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 still primates in my mind like monkeys that have advanced intelligence but we still are very immature in our infancy and uh i feel that there's most likely other species most likely like us that are in their adult you know uh life and uh, have lived longer than us, hypothetically, maybe millions of years, you know, possibly billions. That's what's crazy. If the if the universe is 13 billion years old, hypothetically, or what, what they're saying, 13.8, um, at that point, if any species, any of us started pre to this, you know, and this is what me and Richard were kind of talking about, you know, uh, I was telling him, like the movie Prometheus, I feel that like... This, somebody is is seeding the universe you know uh, the multiverse and the universe and and some some advanced species that probably started like i say maybe a billion years ago is just dropping kids off at the pool all through you know all of this blackness and pamspermying the the universe and and what i mean by that is like sending out these eggs but they're like comets and and they sperminate the planet and once that happens, life starts to develop and we all kind of grow similarly on, on our own, uh, depending on different levels of, uh, you know, atmospheric pressure and, and uh, stuff like that. It, it, you know, it kind of explains giants, how we had giants here at one point And people think, I used to think that was bullshit. But at one point when the dinosaurs were here, not to sidetrack too much, but uh, the air pressure was different. And the reason they were so big was because there was like double the amount of oxygen. So that double the amount of oxygen made people and animals twice or, you know, 50 times as big. 
So when the great catastrophe happened, boom, we lost 50% of the oxygen and then life changed. And that's kind of why we're the size that we're at now. So in saying that, uh, if these, these, you know, the alien species are, are Pam sperming everything, you know, my friend Richard was like, well, you know, the whole Jesus thing, like, uh, you know, I don't think Jesus is coming back, you know? And, and he's like, that's what they tell us. And I go, I, I kind of think more of them like the Prometheus way, which is kind of shitty because it doesn't end up that well, you know, that, that like, I feel that like they dropped us off here and then we have to make our way back to them. And once we do, like I said, then we will reconnect like a cosmic brother and a cosmic sister and, and we'll, we'll have these, uh, the, the, this new technology of hopefully, you know, getting rid of cancer and, and you know, all the, the, the shit that we want to have, you know, and uh, maybe real peace and, and love. But this is just one theory, right? Like, what what if it, it all goes horribly wrong? Because in the movie Prometheus, it doesn't go right. Like, once they find the planet and they, they you know, uh, start searching around, they don't see much, but then, you know... All of a sudden, this, this, you know, snake-looking creature pops out of the ground in this cave and just grabs this astronaut and just, like, completely fucks him up and, I think, kills him. And then, and then at that point, it's, it's Prometheus is the precursor to Alien, the movie Alien, you know? And uh, Ridley Scott just, dude, this shit is just fucking insane. And hypothetical, and I even have that the 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 idea of that being correct. Like, see, see, that's one of the. There's fifty fifty. Either we show up to these people and they're all, hey, you know, like we're gonna teach you how to survive and we're gonna help you evolve, or they're gonna just do bad things to us and we're gonna have things busting out of our guts and they're gonna <laughs> harvest us for our organs. So anyways, this is not a show for kids. Um, Uh, hi, Orphanage for Uganda, please, brother, can you help fund donations for the orphans, please? I would love to, I would love to, I would love to. I don't have, um, you know, I don't want to get into those online scams, my friend, but sometimes, sometimes people want to scam you. Don't you know it? And sometimes people want to take you for a ride. I don't even give my best friend money, man. But it's nothing personal. Like, you know, I pray for all the people in Uganda and all over the world. Like I was saying, the world is fucked, right? It's a, it's a rich person, uh, you know... Uh, what's Bob Dylan say? Like you know, it's a, it's like a billionaire sleeping next to a, a, you know, a tramp throwing up in the in the gutter, you know. And he's like, that's life, you know. And that's what I'm saying. I wish that uh, everyone had everything. I wish everybody had enough to eat, you know. And the thing about America, like from Uganda, everyone thinks, oh, of America, you know, things are are uh, there's ultimate wealth. But uh, what's happened is, in the last 50 years, is everyone is just living paycheck to paycheck, no matter what you do. Because, uh, you know, 
the corporations and uh, the rich made sure of that. So now it's hard to eat everywhere. You know, people won't tell you that. People won't tell you that. People won't tell you that it's just hard to fucking survive no matter where you're at on the planet. Some places harder than ever. You know, like Uganda, I've never been there. You know, I guarantee it's fucked. Uh, but it's getting fucked here too because there's a lot more violence and crime and uh, uh, things are just, they're they're getting, things are changing. Things are getting different. And that's why I kind of mean like, I hope that, uh, I hope that, the aliens do come and, and teach us a new way, right? That would be the ultimate goal. I think I broke the amp, which is horrible. I did. What are you going to do? I've had this amp for way too long. <clears throat> so any... Let's see. Uh, Robert says, Have you ever seen neighbors bring in the groceries? interesting question I I would say I have I think I you definitely my downstairs neighbors I've helped them just if you want to know that and is this a um it's not a meta like this ah I get it like is it yeah are you saying like aliens are are uh, helping us bring in the, the groceries is that what you're getting at you know But yeah, I do believe that, uh, like I said, I can't wait till we hear the uh, ultimate truth about that shit. And if that's true, I'm gonna, it, to me, it makes me, you know, feel like, wow, like, then what? You know, like, you know, we're going to send people there. Like, you just know it. And and that's the thing. How can we? We got to start figuring out how. But if, if they've already figured out how to get here, <clears throat> there's a way. So that's where things are interesting, you know, and I've just been thinking ever since I saw those videos in 2017, like the turning radius and just the way they move, the way they could go underwater, the way that they are just way ahead of us is, uh, is crazy, you know, and this is it. Like if back to Bob Lazar, what I was saying before, he talked about all this stuff a while ago and said, we, we've reversed engineered this stuff. And, uh, and that means that this could be our technology. Like we could have read, you know, but to me, I think like, why would we blow the, like, I know the whistle got blown, but at that point, <clears throat> you know, the, the scientists of the day say that we can't, we don't have that technology. So it's, it's not possible, but to me, the government's, 75 years ahead of us I heard you know like the the technology they have is always like 75 years ahead of us so if they're 75 years ahead it's possible that it is us uh but if it is people from proximity b and uh they're trying to communicate some crazy shit are you guys watching andor I'm watching Andor. I'll give you my honest opinion. It's it's cool. But uh I have to wait. You know, the first three episodes are great. I won't give any spoilers. The fourth one was cool, like it was starting to cook, but right when it starts to cook it just got uh it ended. And I was just like, fuck man. Come on, give me something more. Give me something more. 
Julia says, anything is possible. I completely agree about that. I completely agree anything is possible. Aha, I fixed the amp. See, just like you said, anything is possible. But uh, it's, it's just an interesting time to be alive. Um, you know, if we do make contact, like, fuck. Uh, Brian says, hmm, will they serve man or will they serve man like uh, in the Twilight Zone? It's a cookbook. It's a cookbook. And, and, and that's it, you know? And uh, man, I don't know. That's the, that's the thing that we're going to have to find out. You know, but if they're already coming here and they're already watching us and <clears throat> it sounds like they've been coming here for a long time because all these start stories are starting to come out. Right. Like, uh, you know, the the craziest story to me is just how up on the And I've talked about this on the show, the Canadian border, the nuclear, you know, nuclear warheads and fucking all of them are on different networks, uh, Canadian and America. And, and it's just all different grids. And these these things just flew over like these these ufos just flew over and just deactivated everything 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 and they were all on independent power grids and just wiped out all that shit you know and uh that's real you know the the defense minister of um canada has talked about it several times and that is just like you that's a fact those are facts and you know who would do that and and how could they do that? The only way that they could do that is that they were something that was more advanced than us. And then pulling up and just saying, hey, you guys can't blow this fucking planet up. Because if you do, it's going to affect everything, you know. And that's uh, so what I think probably happened to Mars. You know, and what's trippy is if we if that artificial light is real, you know, is is people like Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos going to like turn their attention to getting to, you know, proximity B or whatever that planet is called and, um, you know, get away from Mars. you know, to me, I don't really understand the fascination with Mars. I mean, it's cool that we're, we're sending rovers there. It's cool that we're having, uh, you know, explorations. It's cool. We're going to get to that planet eventually. But I do feel that it's been worked. And I do feel that we we most likely came from that planet and blew it up. And um, look at the planet now. We're in, this, we're in a similar state of affairs. You know, we're having this war, you know. And, and one of the people does have nuclear weapons and uh, already threatened, like, twice to use them. And if that happens, the likelihood of all mankind here is wiped the fuck out. And, uh... I think that there are dire consequences for that. And I feel that the fact that these UFOs or whatever UFAs, whatever they're calling them, are making themselves uh, appear in large uh, numbers around, you know, uh, war-type places uh, makes it significant. Like, communicating without having to officially communicate. Like... Just showing up and showing their air superiority and, and saying, like, look, like, you guys want to fuck around? We'll just, like, we can destroy you. And uh, it's just hopefully we can get to a point in our lives where everyone can stop trying to take from one another and just, you know, universally harmonize with one another 
and understand the person's pain standing next to you, even if they're a fucking Trump supporter. You know, understand their pain and listen to them and understand why they fear things and understand why they are a Trump supporter and try to tell them why you're not, you know, and, and right in the middle of there, there's some truth, you know, and, and this, to sway off subject a little bit, you know, uh, I was watching some podcasts and they were talking about fake news once again, okay, and, and you know me, I the way that I feel about fake news is this. I feel that, yes, there are definite, like, if you watch the movie Good Morning Vietnam, it they, the government completely censors what can go out and what you can hear. And, yes, there is news that's propagated to make your country sound like it's fucking Rocky Balboa, you know? And that happens in every single different country. It's all propaganda. It's all propaganda, you know, propaganda propaganda, propagandanize, whatever that word is, uh, you know, news. Uh, but I also feel that there's independent news journalists, uh, and like, like responsible, responsible journalism, like the New York times and, and even the LA times, like, like these, these papers have to be credible to print stories that have somewhat truth to them. Say like what I was talking about before the, the leaked stories of, uh, you know, the, the UFOs, like, fucking A, man, like, that's not fake news, like, that shit came out and hit the public, and it was a way to get everyone to see that we're most likely not alone, and I feel that that's not fake news, I feel that this is real news, but there's already people out there saying, oh, no, this is fake, this isn't real, these, these, uh, these videos, it's all mankind, there's nothing here, and, and it's really hard to believe what's happening, and, and it's, it's, Man, like, until I see a fucking picture of, like, you know, something, like, looking like us, it's going to be hard, you know? Because I think as humans, we're just so skeptical, you know? We're, we're skeptical of uh, of anything possible. Whoa, dude, is, is fucking white rice on fire here? What's going on, dude? What's going on? Best motherfucking keyboard player on the planet. Don't, don't, uh... Yes, what's up, artist, Trey, make, whatever, fucking, we were talking, we were, we were the one that was talking earlier about, uh, all of this, and I'm glad you popped in, be free to, um, you know, say anything, Steve, we're talking about how they're, they, with the James Webb Telescope, they found, uh, artificial light on a planet, uh, like, four light years away, and, uh, if it's artificial light, that just means that there's most likely a civilization there. The only thing that they're doing right now uh, is trying to check their data to make sure that it's not us looking into a mirror of ourselves and it's shining back at us because that's happened before. And if that's the case, then obviously we haven't found uh, life. But uh, if it's not, then holy shit, you know, like the idea that there is life on another planet and we are seeing lights like a civilization like imagine someone looking at us and when the the planet turns to night they're clearly going to see you know it's a dead giveaway you know we're a fucking dead giveaway and so would other species be you know so that's where we're at but anyways this is the best keyboard player in the world uh i got the mood here man i always wanted steve to like play the mood but Steve's in my band. We're in a band called Hurt and the Heartbeat. We're playing soon. I don't like to cross uh, 
reference things, but since he's here, I can talk about it. This spawned from, uh, after I sent that text message last night, uh, Steve, to the, to the band, I just, like, was drinking too much kombucha, and I called up Richard, and I, I was like, we FaceTime for, like, fucking four hours, man, because we were both nervous because we haven't played since the pandemic. And that's where all this started, man. We were just like, I was drinking kombucha. He was probably having some beers. And, and then all of a sudden, you know, we just started talking about life and death. And, you know, he's, he's Native American. So what you kind of like what they believe. And it was, it was fucking rad. But he was just, at one point we were talking, right? And I just said something about, like, he showed me his new rig. He was like, dude, look at all my new setup. Like, this is what I'm about. And. He's like, uh, and then I started telling him how I love his wall of sound and how he's just so full. And, and when he doesn't play with us, I really miss him kind of like you. And, uh, and then I told him how I, I was probably going to quit hurt in the heartbeat just because of Tabby passing on. And he basically told me that, you know, he, he didn't want that to happen and, uh, he loved it and it made me feel better you know, and, uh, he said he was nervous and he's got those nerves back like he used to have. And like, so do I. And, uh, I think the point was that when you have a band or a group of friends that you fucking, you know, even if they drive you crazy, that you're around a lot and they can tolerate you and you love them, that is, uh, something special and you can't take for granted, uh, even in the times of like pain and, uh, you know, and sorrow you can't take that for granted so my whole band i love you guys like fucking family you know and that's the one thing about uh if people out there you don't have a family and even if you're not musical just fucking start a band with people and you know just they'll find something for you to hit that's just really it. you can hit something or you could just you get some people just dance you know like you know bands really create a family and steve's fucking part of my family richard's part of my family and it was weird because after that four hour conversation me and him getting off the the facetime at almost two o'clock in the morning it was just weird because he just really made oh uh, oh yeah and then i forgot the point like so fucking as i'm he's showing me my rig as all this stuff's going down he's like i, I told him how i want to get better at like writing melodies and 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 just doing different type things musically he he says well that's because you're a musician we're musicians and like uh, and he wasn't joking it was just a matter of fact and i started to think about it i'm like yeah you know people that are just obsessed with trying to like you know understand chords understand music timing melodies uh what their sound is like dude that's that's like you either have that in you or you don't and i think everybody does but they just choose to do it or not you know and when i was young like in the fourth grade i was just like fuck man I heard the Joshua Tree, and I was like, I want to fucking be Bono in the fourth grade, you know, and it has nothing to do with aliens, uh, <laughs> or the, the artificial lights, but since I saw, uh, white rice on fire, fucking made me get all emotional. So anyways, uh, yeah. guys got any comments on uh what i've been saying because i feel that i've talked a lot 
Julius is such a crazy world. It is a crazy world, you know? No more queen. Uh, you got a new prince, right? Is he a prince or a king? I'm not really sure. I think he's a king. Is he a king? Uh, Julia's uh, mentioning her her photography. She's she's kicking ass in that. People are uh, checking out her prints, and uh, one day she's gonna have a gallery, which will be awesome. You know, saw uh, Jane's Addiction had a a. a photo gallery in LA that I wanted to go to like last week or something and uh I had to work so I couldn't but uh I would have loved to gone to see that you know something about capturing time and energy from a certain time especially when people are fucking you know trying to get things done and having fun and trying to shake things up it's it's fun it's totally fun And I think that's the whole thing, right? What what does Jim Morrison say? Like, trying to have some fun before the whole shit house goes up in, in flames? Isn't that the whole goal? Isn't that the whole goal? To have fun? I really think that's a big thing in life, is to have fun. You know, one of my friends said that. He's like, when you play music, man... Just always have fun. And when you do, you're just, you know, like, I would think about that. Speaking of Chains Addiction, when I would see them, I would look at Perry and everybody and Dave and Steve Perkins and Eric Avery. And I would just see how much fun they were having. And I was like, I want to have that kind of fun. And then you meet those five or four people, and they become your family. Okay, Brian. You talk about aliens, you gab about music, it's all good. We wander all over the place to get where one wishes to. Yeah, man. Straight up. I think it's all interconnected. I think sound, vibration, energy... Uh, us, like I said, trying to uh, break out of our primate DNA structure is uh, where it's at, you know? And I think there's a lot of people trying to to do that. And uh, look, we've had Teslas, we've had, uh, we've had, uh, you know, Einsteins. We've, we've had even like that Indian... You know, cat that was just advanced more than fucking anybody, and uh, could do these calculations that mathematically change the way that we see the universe. You know, I just still think that we're in an infancy. I still feel that we're as humans in our in- infancy, and that and look like like that's the whole point. You know, you talk about aliens, you talk about music. It, I feel that it is connected. The vibration, the uh, getting together you know um especially at like festivals or whatnot and you know 
music playing and, and a group of people like a hundred thousand people speaking of you two i've seen you two play in front of a hundred thousand people and i just thought about that like imagine seeing that like like um like how we have that hurricane ian right like i feel that from far away if we can see an artificial um you know civilization with lights they can probably see us and they can probably sometimes see us at these musical events and they're probably thinking wow like you know these these people are uh you know they're up to good somewhere and somehow they're worth something you know and the whole thing about the whole thing about it is really like what Stephen Hawkins said like think about the, the thing that fucks me up is think about Christopher Columbus right like that shit wasn't good you know and if we're the you know the supposed Native Americans and they're the uh, they're the uh, the conquerors that were fucked you know and uh, I don't want to think that that's our, um, our our future because if it was I feel that we'd probably already be enslaved and and uh, you know one of my friends of the of the show Jamie she's just like well why haven't they taken this out already you know and I feel that like I said I think that we're all cosmic brothers and sisters like I was saying before and that we're really connected and uh, through vibration sound mathematics love you know I think that outweighs um, evil and greed and torture and irresponsibility and I think that there are more people out there that are trying to change the world for uh, a a better way and hopefully the civilization that is on that proximity proximity I don't fucking you guys look it up B uh, four light years away will um, help us grow as a species and maybe get closer to uh, what we're really looking for and I think that was it you know and Carl Sagan knew that as soon as we started exploring the multiverse that the likelihood of us finding things would is, is you know it's possible and uh that guy's one of my biggest inspirations so what's going on techno hub 21 don't mind me i'm just playing the mood and talking i love the mood and it's super complicated to play on stage But anyways, um, you know, like I said, I think it's all inter interconnected music, uh, interspecies, uh, interdimensional species, and just our cosmic brothers. I, I, you know, okay, if you guys have I've talked about this before, if you've ever fucking gone snorkeling, you know, especially in a place that's like tropical, like, you know, you go to like uh, Hawaii, you know, if you're in Hawaii and uh Hanauma Bay and you go in there and you put these glasses on and, and if you've been above water your whole life and you know like you see the water it's like oh that looks cool but as soon as you get in there it's like a completely different world you know like I saw Pete Holmes talking about uh you know do you know that their electric eels are a thing you know think about that an electric eel an electric eel is an eel that is electric and it can it can it can it has electricity and it's in the water. How does that 
really work? How does that make sense? But the point is, look how things developed underwater, even electricity, even through an eel. So it's just a completely different world and it's almost like a different way of thinking. And when you're under the water and all of a sudden you see something massive, you know, go by you, whether it's a, you know, a fish or whether it's a seal or even a shark, you do realize that like we are once again, like I said before, like a, a primate, like an, uh, an overgrown animal, like an, an ape that has fucking intelligence. And in saying that, like the laws that I feel that most people have put on uh, our minds to control us, you know, religion, uh, fucking even advertising for um, people, you know, scamming, all these different things are, are ways to uh, just make us not critically think about what is really going on in the universe. And I think that's the point of this show. What does it all mean? You know, and um, I, I told you before that Yoko Ono is he's she's fucked up the entire show because she's just saying that it, it what it means is the experience that you're having yourself. You, you don't want to um, you don't want to try to explain it because it's not something that's supposed to be explained. It's something that's supposed to be done. You're supposed to live your life. And uh, that almost canceled the podcast. That almost ended the podcast right when I heard that. I was like, fuck, man, that, that makes so much sense to me. It is about living. It is about um, experiencing and not trying to figure out what God is and what, uh, you know. But to me, it's also fascinating in itself. I feel that, uh, I feel that like when I learn new things, you get that crinkle in your, your brain, you know. And I, I feel that if we found a real cosmic brother and sister out on that planet and they were watching us like an older brother and trying to take care of us and we finally discovered them i feel that like 75 percent of them won't lock us up and treat us like the way that christopher columbus treated the native americans you know so there we go We're getting close to the end, Josh. I was talking about how, one more time, because I just see you join, how the James Webb Telescope found uh, artificial light on a planet four light years away from here. And right now, the reason they haven't, um, they haven't, they haven't given us the full data or the full uh, story is because scientists are trying to make sure that it is uh, not us looking at us and seeing a reflection of ourselves. But once they rule that out, once they rule that out, then they'll most likely announce that uh, they found artificial light on a planet that's in the Goldilocks zone near a star uh, that would possibly mean that there's a civilization living there. It's fucking amazing. I can't wait. My uncle, when I was like 12, no, not even, I was like eight years old, so it would have been like 1984. He's like, you're going to see some shit in your day. He's like, you're going to see a lot of things change and, and just, you're going to see a lot of shit. 
and uh, he was right. And and I think about how like the kids being born today, like my friend Jason, he's got this beautiful child named Dylan. He's a fucking genius. He's got Einstein's, you know, potential. I think about what he's going to see. He's four years old. Imagine when he's 40, the shit that that guy's going to see. Man. I've got about three minutes left, maybe five. Last comments. Give them to me, everybody. I'm so happy that you guys came to hang out with me tonight. I'm kind of getting more pumped about the show again. And this is the thing. When I retire from my job, I'll be able to do this job, this job, uh, or this show, like, seven days a week. So, I'm looking forward to that. It would be super fun to do, like, or maybe five days a week, you know? It'd be super fun to do this show, like, way more. Because it seems like um, the more I do it, the more feedback I get from you people. And you people are so awesome and so nice. Like, literally, the fucking comments that you guys give me telling me that you just like the show and it's doing something. It means the world to me. uh, Because... I think another reason I was really inspired was um, not to mention Jane's Addiction again, but Dave Navarro. You know, he's he's a big influence to me. He's he's got that long term COVID. You know, he he can't go on this tour. Fuck, man, I can't wait till Dave is better. But he had his own podcast. You know, I think it was like Dark Matter. Or, I think it was like Dark Matter or something like that. Really, really cool show. And I used to watch it, and it was a podcast and. I fucking didn't even know what a podcast was. And then I just saw how Dave was just like, you know, just a genius at guitar. He he could also write and sing and make his own shit. And then now he's just doing a podcast. And it was just super interesting to see him as a human being instead of just some rock god. And I think that's why uh, things are kind of cool because they are changing. We get to see people for, uh, for different things. You know, not everybody has to be just that that scene guitar player and some people can be a painter and and a guitar player and an astronaut and all these different things because our life is fucking long and uh you know we can we do many things brian again life worth living is worth examining i like that one must moog with kombucha and thai tea i totally fucking agree i think that's the perfect mix my friend uh, Paul, he was just like, "Dude, do you drink?" And I'm like, "Nah, just kombucha and Thai tea, my friend. It's keeping me, it's keeping me alive. It's keeping me young. I have probably three years till I get to do this show for five days a week. I cannot wait. I really can't. But I also want to live in those three years. You know." So anyways, guys, what does it all mean? I don't think that we're alone. And, uh, you know, I like the life worth living is worth examining. Uh, That kind of takes the Yoko uh, Ono element out of it, doesn't it? Uh, And I love Yoko. I think she's fucking amazing. So I think she's the one of the wisest people that, you know, the older I get, it's it's hard to find wisdom, you know, and Yoko is definitely wise. And, um... Yeah, I think that we probably have found contact. You know, we we probably have found something. 
and uh, life's life's changing. And I'm glad that you guys are my friends, and I'm glad that uh, you listen to the show, and I'm glad that uh, this the, the strength and the love that we all just you know come together and do here uh, is kind of like a metaphor for what everyone can do. You know, love each other for your your best, not your worst. You know, my, I told you my favorite people watching the show are Trump supporters that uh, know that I am not a Trump supporter. And, I, and this is I don't like to get on politics. You know me. But uh, it seems like everyone still is on the political world. I like the opposite of, of me. You know, the people that think like me, I fucking love you guys. You are the best, you know. But I already know that, like, we think alike. Uh, I like the conversation of where there is that person that is the opposite of me. And then I can feel that that, you know, common ground. And I think the common ground is where the conversation's at. And the more we can have the conversation with people, uh, the better life is, you know, and, and maybe that's what the, the, uh, aliens are trying to teach us right now to have the fucking conversation and start talking before they show up and, you know, take us away, take us away. Don't you take us away. I can remember this song. Let me see how it go. So I got like one minute left. She, she always says, "Put up your dudes." I said, "Honey, well on you, cute." The world's on fire And all I see is your smile Thirty seconds Well, I see Little rainbows on different planets I see Little rainbows on planets I see little rainbows I love you guys rock and roll